EHH Productions presents KB Cabaret, an original variety show, with your host, Bree Harvey. Hi folks, welcome to KB Cabaret. My name is Bree Harvey, head writer and producer of this show. KB Cabaret is a calabaloo of original skits, songs, poetry, and short stories. What's Calabaloo, you ask? Magic, from a child's creative imagination. I was five when I coined that word, and it's been around my family ever since. The settings originate from my hometown, Parlor City. And the stories originate from people Names, who characters, are... places, and incidents either are products of the author's imagination or are used fictitiously. Any resemblance to actual events or locales or persons, living or dead, is entirely coincidental. Thank you, Bonnie. That, folks, obviously was my lawyer. Starring my friends, the Parlor City Players, Judy McMahon, Bonnie DeForest, Charles Berman, John Carey, John Montgomery, and myself, Bree Harvey. Welcome to our town, welcome to Parlor City, where our friends come, come out to play. When neighbors don't leave, they stay and chat a while. Welcome to our town, to KB Cabaret. This week on KB Cabaret, we present our special musical guest, pop singer Brenda Swanger. Welcome to our town, to KB Cabaret. Mornings are a special time for me. My rituals are simple. A good cup of coffee, soft classical music, and a little daily feature in our local newspaper called Advice with Granny Ada. Dear Granny Ada, I'm tired. I've tried to approach this subject through kindness, negotiation, and reasoning. I failed miserably, and it's causing a rift in my five-year young marriage. The issue is my mother-in-law. It's not that I hate her. I just can't stand her. In the first year of our marriage, my mother-in-law seemed so nice. Now I know it was all an act, a wolf in sheep's clothing. My mother-in-law, let's call her Brunhilde, is a four-foot-nine, 72-year-old, conniving, manipulative, mean-spirited meddler. She convinced my wife and I, in our first year of marriage, to allow her to move into our basement apartment. She was alone. My father-in-law left her years ago and her social security stretched so far. So my wife and I felt sorry for her and let her rent out the place for $100 a month plus utilities. Everywhere I turn, there she is. She's either just sitting and staring at me or offering her humble opinion on how I'm doing everything wrong. My wife and I have less and less privacy. She cries if we go out without her. When we ignore her, she screams that we will be the death of her and all she wants is love. My wife and I have asked Brunhilde to go get a physical and mental checkup. But then she tells us we want to kill her. You know, Granny Ada, privately I do want to strangle her scrawny, bitter little neck. So far a fantasy. But on the outside, I told my wife her mother has to move to an adjusted income or assisted living facility. What do I do with this Brunhilde who doesn't have a friend or any other family member who would put up with her for even one second? I'm at a loss, and I'm ready to say it's either her or me. Signed, Trapped in Toledo. Dear Trapped, 
How delightful! Allowing your mother-in-law to take over your lives for five years? That's not healthy in any circumstances, unless you live in a longhouse or a commune. Brunhilde may have physical ailments, but sounds like her ailments are more psychologically driven by fear, a dash of depression, a, a large dose of not minding her own business. She may even have onset dementia. Since she refuses to get a checkup or counseling, there's only so much your wife can do legally. You and your wife should get counseling on your own to save your marriage and understand the concept of enabling. Regardless, you need to rename your M.I.L. to Broom Hilda, sending her on her merry way towards independence in the land of boundaries. Whether she wants it or not, she has made her own bed and it's time to leave the coop. Thank you for writing, honey, and have a nice day. Granny Ada and gentlemen, Parlor City chef extraordinaire, Beulah Deschamps. Oh, oh, thank you. That's so kind. Oh, my Beulah, you're on crutches. Oh, really, it's nothing, Bree. I just sprained my ankle a little, that's all. Oh, I am so sorry. Here, have a seat. Here's a stool. Uh, put your foot up on this. Oh, thank you. Can I get you something? No, thank you, Bree. Really, I'm fine. Okay, if you're sure. I'm sure. How did this happen? Oh, it was silly, really. Pardon? Would someone open the screen door? My hands are full. Oh, uh, boys, could one of you please open the screen door? Monsieur Boulanger can't get in. Thank you. A fine good morning, my dear ladies. I bring a box. Where may I put this? Um, over there, on the counter. There we are. Oh, coffee. May I? Help yourself. So, are you going to tell me? Well, Stefan and I went ice skating yesterday. Ice skating? Yes, you have a lovely ice skating rink in the park. Uh, yes, we do. Well, anyway, although I hadn't skated for years, I agreed. Beulah, she skates like an angel. <laughs> well, I don't know about that, but it's like riding a bicycle. It does come back to you. She was doing figure eights, skating backwards, even to the little pirouette. Uh-huh. Well, there were these young boys on the rink. They were fooling around. Yes, and they were not paying attention. One was chasing the other, and the boy being chased slipped. And went into you? No, went into a man behind me. Who went into you? No, he went into another man. Who also fell on his stomach and slid toward the side wall. Who went into you? No one. I was so distracted by the whole incident, I did not see a little nick in the ice. I tripped and twisted my ankle. <laughs> that's some story. Well, that's what happened. I told you it's silly. So, um, what's in the box? Well, after all this happened, I decided that icing and elevating was not the only thing I could do for this sprain. So I concocted a little recipe that will reduce the inflammation. We're making it together here. Everything is all measured out. Hmm. 
two saute pans, cubed salmon, pineapple, applesauce, some murky liquid. That's unsweetened coconut juice. Oh, okay. Olive oil, uh, brown sauce. Fish sauce. Okay. A whole lime, garlic, ginger, basil, chopped almonds, cilantro, curry paste, and tiny chili peppers. Thai chili peppers. And this is for your ankle. Um, are you making a paste? <laughs> no, silly. This is lunch. All the ingredients in this recipe accelerates the healing process. Oh. I'll read the list Beulah made. The fat in salmon, omega-3s, is a natural anti-inflammatory. So are almonds. They contain fat and protein and zinc. Olive oil works like ibuprofen. Apples have flavonoids, protecting cells from oxygen damage, preventing inflammation. Both coconut and curry are anti-inflammatories. Pineapple is a natural analgesic painkiller. Garlic has allicin, which also reduces inflammation. Huh. Well, I'm impressed. This recipe will only take ten minutes at the most to make. First, brown the salmon in olive oil, garlic, and chopped almonds. Put all the other ingredients in the other pan and heat until they come to a boil. Mix the two together. Et voilà, le déjeuner. Lunch in French. Wow, well, I'll make it for us right now. First, let me take care of a little business. Well, folks, Beulah's done it again. She never ceases to astonish me. I will add this amazing recipe to Beulah's recipe bar. You can find this in all of her other wonderful recipes exclusively on our app. Just go to kbcabaret.com. That's K-B-K-A-B-A-R-E-T dot com. And download yours today. Okay, now let's make this recipe happen. Olive oil, garlic, almonds. <laughs> Festival flavors. This is going to be great, guys. Oh, I can't wait to make Possums on, Pa. Tell them kids to get down here now. You kids get on in here and eat your vittles. Uh, hey, Ma, didn't we have possum for breakfast yesterday? Now, Cletus, I swear you're getting just as forgetful as your mama. You know we have possum every morning for breakfast. Well, except for that one time during that really bad winter a couple years ago. Yeah, I sure do miss old Betsy. I know. Best horse you ever had. Yep. Too bad I had to sell her to buy that city food. God-awful eatings, if you ask me. Don't worry, Pa. We're pretty stocked up for the next one, so we'll be just fine. I sure do hope so, Ma. Morning, Ma! Morning, Pa! Morning, Grandma! Young'uns, where'd they come from? Now, Grandma, them's your grandkitties. We tell you that every morning, don't you remember? And who are you? Now, Grandma, I'm Savannah Jean, and I'm married to your son, Cletus. Then them's our kids. That big, ugly goof here is my son? Cletus, for goodness sake, tell your mother you're her son. She's right, Grandma. I'm your son. You don't look like you were an easy child, boy. Sure weren't. Well, I suppose... Grandma's got something orange stuck in her beard. Oh, 
Wilbur's right, Cletus. Take a look at Grandma's beard and see what it is and make sure it ain't alive. We don't need no more critters running around here. Hold still, Grandma. Let me take a gander. Oh, okay, I got it. Huh, it's a carrot. Oh, must have been left over from that braised woodchuck stew we ate last week. Mm, that was some good eating, eh, Ma? Sure was, Pa. I know it's your favorite. Hey, if Grandma ain't gonna eat that carrot, can I have it? No fair! How can Bo get to eat the carrot? Maybe I want it. You ain't getting nothing, Jolene. You done got the chipmunk we found nesting in her armpit last time. I didn't get nothing because it ran away, stupid head. Jolene just called me a stupid head. Nah, don't use to worry, none. I think there's enough carrot here for both of you. If that possum don't get eaten soon, I'm going to give it to the potbellies and y'all go hungry till lunch. You heard your mama. Sit down and eat. Besides, you kids gots to get to school. You gots a pretty big day today, too, don't you, Pa? You're right, Ma. I gots to get going, too. I told the partners I'd be in early to discuss the impending merger acquisition between Page Incorporated and Delta Pharmaceuticals. It's our second largest holding with strong, transparent leadership and an impressive stock repurchase program that includes a recent 13.4% rise in common shares outstanding, all the while their dividends have increased 50% every quarter since 2014. And it's considerably lowered its payout ratio over the past two years. Well, adjusted for inflation, of course. Well, that's nice, Pa, but the Lamborghini needs an oil change today, so don't forget to stop at Skeeter's Garage on the way home. Oh, don't worry, woman. I won't forget. I'm here with Brenna Schwanger, a young artist who resides in Parlor City and records in Nashville, Seattle area. And she is an amazing pop singer. I'm intrigued to have her on my show. Hello, Brenna. Hello. Give me a little background information about Midnight Velvet. Midnight Velvet was a song that I wrote that came about pretty organically. I started out finding a piece of writing from one of my journals that I had that ended up being the opening line of the song. This isn't love, but I think it could be. And the rest of the song just kind of came from that, and I kind of pieced it together, the music and the words and the melody, kind of all at once. And it's one of my favorite songs to play live. And yeah, it's about kind of falling in love, but not really realizing that it's love when it's happening. And then you have a self-realization that the feeling that you're feeling is love. And so that's what Midnight Velvet is about. Okay, let's listen to Midnight Velvet.
honey oh thanks who would have thought we'd still be married after five years oh you're right about that lots of couples don't make it this far so you think we should go for another five years i will if you will okay so we have to renew our five-year lease right right that's how it works now since they passed the five-year renewable lease law back in 2017 if your marriage lasts five years you have to go before the renewable lease board and get them to renew your lease for another five years. What a great system. <laughs> I wonder what happens at the Renewable Lease Board. Well, we'll find out soon enough. Our appointment is at 11 a.m. this morning. Good morning, Mr. and Mrs. Alford, and welcome to the Renewable Lease Board. I'm Mr. Broadbent, and this is my associate, Ms. McGillicuddy. Good morning. I hope you've come prepared to renew the five-year lease on your marriage. So many couples these days just let their marriage license expire like they were renting a two-bit flop house. Not us. We're ready to renew for another five years or another 50. Oh, honey, you're so romantic. Now, uh, let's not get ahead of ourselves, folks. Uh, we make these renewable leases a five-year term for a reason. A lot can change in that amount of time, and we want to make sure that everyone has a chance to get their particular needs met. So we do have just a few questions for you. Irma, do you want to begin? Certainly. Now, Mrs. Alford, how many children do you have? Two. One boy and one girl. We are very proud of them. Perfect. And are both of you gainfully employed? Oh, yes. I'm a Sunday school teacher, and my husband is an engineer. Right. Very good. Hubert, would you like to continue with the questioning? Yes. Uh, Mrs. Alford... How much weight have you gained in the past five years? I... I beg your pardon? It's a very straightforward question, ma'am. How much weight have you gained since you've been married? 
Uh, well, um, it's just that, you know, with the children and, and the late nights, sometimes I need a few candy bars to keep me going. And How uh, many pounds, ma'am? About 20. 20 pounds? Really? I had no idea. This is so embarrassing. Precisely why we have to go through this process every five years. Maybe you ought to get to the gym once in a while. Well, if I wasn't always running around to the grocery store to get food for your dinners, maybe I'd have the time. Just part of your wifely duties. Wow, I'm really glad we came here today. <gasps> Don't be so complacent, Mr. Alfred. I have a few questions for you, too. Fire away! I haven't gained any weight. I'm not interested in your weight, sir. I'm interested in your extracurricular activities. What do you mean? How many affairs have you had since you've been a married man, Mr. Alfred? What? None, of course. What kind of man do you think I am? A typical one, I'm afraid. The Renewable Lease Board's investigative unit has sent along several pictures that I can show you and your wife if you like. Pictures? You mean you guys are following me around? Just part of our job, Mr. Alford. Shall I bring out the pictures, sir? Honey, what are they talking about? What pictures? I don't know. This must be a case of mistaken identity. Very well, Mr. Alford. This first one is a photo taken at your company picnic last year of you and a Mrs. Barbara Foxtrot. Barbara Foxtrot? Barbara Foxtrot? That's my sister! Oh, that! Right. Barbara and I were just talking about what I should get you for your birthday. You and Barbara? You know I can't stand her. Couldn't you have found someone else to fool around with? Well, dear, that's exactly what he has done. Six different times. <gasps> How could you? Okay, okay. Can we go on to the next question, please? Certainly. Let's review this list of Netflix movies each of you have been watching, shall we? No! You know, maybe five years of marriage is plenty. Right. I don't very much feel like renewing anything right now. Very well. We here at the Renewable Lease Board are happy to be of service to couples such as yourselves. It's so nice to see husbands and wives come to a common understanding. Well, I guess this will give you some extra time to go to the gym and work off those 20 pounds. Ha! Has Barbara told you that incurable condition she has? Oh, yeah? My only incurable condition is you. Don't you give me that, you cheating weasel! Ah, you never loved me. Oh, goodbye forever, you Get son of a... out of here. Oh. Well, Irma, another day, another broken marriage here at the Renewable Lease Board. That's us, Hubert, doing our part to make the world a better place for lovers everywhere. Now, Brenna, tell me something about yourself. How did you even know that you were a writer? Are these about you and your life? For me as a writer, I think it comes from personal experience, but also being an artistic person, I feel we kind of see the world a little differently, and we see people and we feel emotions maybe more strongly than people who um, have more of a left brain personalities. And so whenever a situation happens, I like to really feel it out and, and not be afraid of the emotions that I'm feeling. And so writing is the way that I can help myself process those emotions. So if something happens to me and I'm overwhelmed with the situation, I'll write about it. But also, you know, it comes from seeing other people's situations I mean, that's really where all the inspiration comes from. 
I never write anything that isn't real. Oh, after what you said, I think appropriately, Forged from Fire would be a song I want to play. What do you think? Yeah. All right, let's play Forged from so. Fire. Yeah, I think so.
Warning, this KB Cabaret comedy skit may not be suitable for young children or the weak of stomach. Please listen at your own risk. Hey, Lauren, you have the Wembley account ready? Mr. Bixby's looking for it. Yeah, it's almost finished. What's that? What's what? That box. Oh, that's my Reducto Ipilax Wonder Diet Box. Everything I need to eat is in there. Oh, I see. Cool. Your weekly meal is all there neatly inside? No, silly. Those are just my snacks. That big box is just a week of snacks? <laughs> no, they aren't for a week. Just today. That huge box is only for one day? Yeah. How can you possibly lose weight by eating all that in one day? I'll tell you how. They don't work on their own. I have my three square meals to eat around them. You're kidding. And my evening snack I left at home. And how much are you supposed to lose on all this boxed food? Twenty pounds. In a month? No, duh. In a week. Money back guarantee. Wow. Is it working? Oh, yeah. I can feel it work as you're standing there asking me silly questions. Well, I'm sorry. It just doesn't make uh -oh. any... Uh-oh. It is working. Uh, stand back! What? Ah! Uh, ah! Uh, oh! Oh! Uh, 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 wait. Not done. That is disgusting! Oh. What? Why? It's part of the diet. See, they even give you your own chuck it bucket. Oh, out of the way. What? Where are you going? I can't talk. Have to run to the ladies. You, out of the way. Move now. Hey, what the? Hey, Joe, what's going on with Lauren? It's this new Reducto Ipilax Wonder Diet she's on. Whoa, at this rate, she'll lose 20 pounds in a week. That's what she said. Money back guarantee. Reducto Ipilax Wonder Diet. We push you to a whole new level of weight loss. Money back guarantee. Get yours today. Dr. Adeline's office, how can I help you? This is Mrs. Jones. I need to speak to Dr. Adeline, please. One moment, please. I'll see if she's available. Thank you. Dr. Adeline here. Tell me what's going on, Mrs. Jones. Well, to start, my husband retired about six months ago and began watching a lot of those animal documentaries on the National Geographic Channel and... Bad dog! Get off the couch! Get down! Get down! Oh, I'm afraid I can't allow him on the furniture anymore since I caught him peeing on the cushions and tearing up the pillows. Now, let's see. Uh, where was I? Uh, animal documentaries. Right. And for the most part, the documentaries are very informative, but... Hey! Stop chewing my slippers! Bad dog! Go lay down! Oh... I'm sorry, Doctor. Sometimes he's a real handful. Where was I? Animal documentaries. Right. All he did was sit in front of the TV and watch those stupid animal shows. I see. Perhaps he's in a state of indecision and really doesn't know what his purpose in life is now that he stopped working. Well, I'm sure that's part of it, and I get that. 
I just wish he would pick an animal and stick with it. Stick with it? I'm not following you, Mrs. Jones. Every time he watches one of those darn things, he becomes whatever animal the show is about. It's very disruptive. Oh, yes. Well, I would imagine it would be. I think. Maybe he's acting out his insecurities. Did this just start? Well, the first time it happened, he was a dolphin. And to be honest, it was kind of fun in the beginning, playing flipper and all. <coughs> But after a while, I couldn't get him to leave the bathtub, and the only thing he would eat were small dead fish from a bucket. Then, after learning to balance a ball on his nose, he insisted we go to the ocean to set him free. And did you? Trust me, I wanted to. Hmm, what stopped you? A PBS special on lemurs. Lemurs, hmm? I heard there's over 77 different species. Did he happen to say which kind of lemur he was? No, but I don't think he even knew himself. Oh, too bad. It would have been nice to know. So then, what did you do? Excuse me for a moment. Get the ball. Go get it. Good boy. Bring it to Mommy. Bring it here. Oh, you're such a good boy. Oh, you like it when Mommy rubs your ears, don't you? Yes, you do. That feels so good. Yes, it does. Oh, good boy. I just love dogs, don't you? They give you unconditional love no matter what. Um, but where was I again? Dogs? Unconditional love? Lemurs? Yes, lemurs. Right. So I started researching one-way ticket prices to Madagascar, but they were so expensive, and it meant I had to wait four months to get him all the necessary vaccinations and then put him in quarantine. I hear lemurs are cute and cuddly. They are, on TV. But once he became a lemur, he would hang upside down all night in the tree outside our bedroom window. He even taped his eyes wide open. That's when it got real creepy, real fast. I started having nightmares, and I couldn't take it anymore. So I subscribed to the documentary channel to give him more choices. Have you tried oh, to... Wait a second, doctor. Do you have to go out? Huh? Go sit by the door if you have to go out. Good boy. Yes, you are. Good boy. Mommy, be right there. No pee in the house. Good boy. How many dogs do you have? One. Counting my husband. Ah, oh, I see. So you want to make an appointment to bring him in so we can stop this unusual behavior? Oh, heavens, no. I just got him house trained. I just called to ask you for the name of a good vet. I'm pretty sure he's going to need his distemper and rabies shots soon. This next song intrigues me called Same Road. Tell me why you wrote Same Road. This is, I think, my favorite song that I've written so far. And as a writer, I can get really frustrated when I have all this built-up emotion, but I can't seem to get it out in the way that I want to get it out. Also known as writer's block. And mm -hmm. um, I haven't written anything in months, and it wasn't because I didn't want to or I wasn't trying. It just it wasn't working, and it wasn't happening. And then I think, you know, it was like 2 in the morning one night, and I was sitting alone in my living room, and I was like, all right, well, I'll give it another shot. And so... I started playing um, 
the chords to the song being this song kind of just came about and the hook of the song is is there anywhere to go when you're stuck on the same road I was kind of writing about feeling like I was stuck in a feeling or stuck in a place in my mind that I couldn't get out of so I was kind of having all these built up emotions that were just locked in my head and I couldn't get out and so this song came from that and I'm really proud of it I think it has um some cool wording in it and things like that so let's listen to this really beautiful song, Same Road.
Honey, I can't believe you got this for me. Well, I know how you like massages. But it's not even my birthday. I know. I figured you've been under too much stress lately, and a nice, relaxing massage would do you some good. Mm, you are such a kind, generous, and considerate man. Aw, shucks. Hey, does that mean you make my favorite for dinner tonight? <laughs> you bet. Macaroni and cheese and a nice cold beer coming up. This way, ma'am. Just slip out of your clothes and lay under the heated sheets on the massage table. I will be with you in a few minutes. Thank you. Oh, this is so luxurious. There. May I come in? Oh, yes, yes, I'm on the table. Good. Well, then shall we begin? Oh, by all means. This is warm, sweet almond oil from the Orient. This oil nourishes your skin, making it smoother and softer. It is enriched with vitamins E, A, and B, sealing moisture, ensuring silky and resilient skin. Ah. Oh. Coming through. Oh. Don't pay attention to them. They're just repairing a hole in the wall. Make them part of the ambiance. Uh, okay. Harry, give me the spiral saw. Sure thing, boss. Relax and feel the oil soothing your muscles and releasing everyday stress. So it's hard to relax with all this Let noise. your mind wander, focusing in the realms of bliss and solitude. I'm trying. Oh. That's better. Oh, really? Oh, oh! Son of a nutcracker! Dying blast, friggin' ferret of a beast! Is he all right? Just relax. Think I have a broken bone? Oh, man up, Harry, and hand me the reciprocal saw. That's it. I'm done. But ma'am, you have another 40 minutes to go, and there are no refunds. Keep it, sister. I'm out of here. Where's the bathroom? I'll get dressed in there. Hi, honey. How was the... What are you doing? Packing. Where are you going? I'm not going anywhere. You're going to stay at your brother's house for a few days. What? I need to rest. That stupid massage has made me a nervous wreck. Well, what about my macaroni and cheese? You can stuff the macaroni into the cheese for all I care. Close the door behind you. I'm going to bed. I am so tired of this. Hun, you have to let go. I know, but someone has to take care of this. I understand that, but why does it have to be you? Because I'm her closest relative. Whatever. I just don't want you to have a stroke. Homicide's more likely. Why don't you just put her in a nursing home? I would, but Uncle Harvey, may he rest in peace, made me swear on his deathbed that I wouldn't. Whatever you say, Marty. <sighs> okay. Here goes. Aunt Helen, we're ready to leave. <coughs> I'm not going. Please, Aunt Helen. The car's already warmed up. 
Where are we going again, dear? To the walk-in. You need to see a doctor. That coughing <laughs> is getting worse. You just want to put me away. What? I know what this is about. You want to put me in one of those old people homes. What are you talking about? You already live in assisted living. I heard about these things. You say you want to take me to a doctor, but <laughs> what you really want to do is to put me in an old folks home. A mental institution. You see, <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> Aunt Helen, I was joking. I want to take you to a walk-in clinic to see a doctor about that nasty cough. <laughs> you probably have a sinus infection and need an antibiotic. <laughs> No, you'll probably want me to take my clothes off. I won't do it. Aunt Helen, nobody's going to make you take your clothes off. We'll buy you an ice cream if you go. Mm, vanilla? Yes, with sprinkles on top. Oh, just the chocolate sprinkles. I don't like the colored ones. Just the chocolate sprinkles. Let's go. Here we are. Mallory, take Aunt Helen inside while I park the car. Come on, Aunt Helen. Let's go inside. <laughs> I'm not taking my clothes off. Okay, Aunt Helen. Hi. Our Aunt Helen needs to see a doctor for her nasty cough. <laughs> Certainly. Just fill out these forms and have her fill this cup in the bathroom. When she's done, place it in the inside cabinet door over there. What's this cup for? They want you to go in the cup. No! Please, Aunt Helen, they probably want to test for a urine infection. They can't have my pee. Please, Aunt Helen, don't make a commotion. No, I won't do it. <coughs> Aunt Helen, I could hear you all the way outside in the parking lot. <laughs> I know what they're doing. This is just the beginning. They want to prove I'm crazy. They can prove it through my urine. This is... <laughs> Nuts! You see? Just do it, please. Oh, fine. I hope they drink it. Helen? She's in the bathroom. I'm done. <laughs> I hope you people drown in it. Uh, thank you. Please wait in here. The doctor will be in shortly. Thank you. Why do you hate me? <laughs> All I ask for is a little love. <laughs> oh. What are you talking about? You're here because I love you. I just want you to get better. No, you don't. <laughs> you hate me. You want to put me away. <laughs> oh, my God. Please, Aunt Helen, calm down. Oh. Well? Sinus infection. We have to fill this prescription. No, no! Is everything all right? Oh, just peachy. My aunt thinks we're trying to kill her with antibiotics. No! Why do you hate me? <laughs> what did I do to deserve this? <laughs> Sir, this liquid antibiotic is very expensive, even with her insurance. This is the second time I've been here. The first prescription was in pill form. At first she hid it, and then she threw it in the lake. Said the pills are large enough for a whale. Well, it's going to be another $60, sir. Whatever. <laughs> help me, help me. <laughs> My nephew wants to kill me. He wants to make me unconscious so he can secretly take me to an old people's home. 
Ma'am, please calm down. Your nephew is only trying to help. Help! <laughs> Aunt Helen! If you don't want to take it, fine. Fine! I'll just wait until you get really sick, have an ambulance take you to the hospital, and they can give you the antibiotics intravenously. I've had it. Had it! Oh, it's getting hot in here. Someone... Oh, oh, the room's spinning. Oh, my gosh. I'll get the smelling salts. <coughs> Call 911. <coughs> Mallory, dear, when Marty gets up, do you think we can get some more vanilla ice cream? Now, before we get to our final song, Rena, I want to thank you for being on our show. You are truly a very special guest. Um, I'm very, I, in, in a way, I, I'm really glad to know so many of these wonderful musicians and you especially, you know, here on my show is just such a, a delight because I love talent. I love natural talent, people who are born to do what they do. We're all bound to get better. I think this is why I chose this for the last song. <laughs> I don't think if we ever reach perfection, if we're totally satisfied with anything, including love, that means we're stagnant. We have to get better. We're bound to. So tell me, am I right? I mean, is that something you were yeah, thinking? I, yeah, I think so, yeah. It's been a pleasure having you. Thank you. And let's listen to Bound to Get Better. And don't be stagnant, ladies and gentlemen. I hope you also strive for achievement to be better. Thank you for listening to our show. And let's listen to the song. Again, thanks, Brenna. Well, I guess this is it. And this is how it ends. Why'd I have to go and fall in love all over again? Mm-hmm. Yesterday, I turned the street corner. record store I've heard the old song say the love is worth the pain I've yet to learn the price is always worth the pay Cause when you find the one every day feels like forever But when they're lost they're gone keep keeping on It's bound to get better Tomorrow when I turn the street corner It's you that I look for in that old vintage record store I've heard the old song say the love is worth the pain
That's all for today's show. I'd like to thank all of our guests for being on KB Cabaret. I'm always awed with the amazing talent out there. Thank you to my hardworking crew, co-workers, and actors John Kerry, John Montgomery, actors Junie McMahon, and Bonnie DeForest. My amazing sound engineer and actor, newlywed, Charles Berman. His assistant, Valentine Monfuega. My music engineer, David Rice of Basement Studios, who <laughs> makes me sound better than I am. And a special shout-out to Christina Dilnella, who plays one mean piano and now works in musical theater in New York City. Of course, a special thank you to you, dear KB Cabaret audience, for stopping by and listening to our show. We certainly couldn't do this without you. If any of you have a hankering to write or sing for our show, contact me. Bree Harvey through the show submission page. Let me see what you've got. And sponsors, you want your name heard by over 150,000 listening audience members all over the country and as far as Australia? <laughs> Hello, mates. Then KB Cabaret is the place to be. Just give me a shout out on kbcabaret.com. That's kbkabaret.com. I'm Bree Harvey, head writer and producer of KB Cabaret. See you next week on the radio. Thank you for coming, coming to stay a while. Thank you for coming to spend some time. We love to have you and share our parlor city. Come back again now to KB Cabaret.